Hello and welcome to the My Virgin Kitchen podcast. Episode 31. Hello, Rob. Do you know what a podcast is? No? Well, you're listening to one. From the creator of My Virgin Kitchen, with hand-picked guests, food topics spinning off into random conversation, and unbelievable food puns, just like that cheese one I just did. Based on a true story, one man brings you the podcast you never knew you needed. Download for your commute, or workout, or just to say to yourself, my ears are so lucky to hear this stonking content. It's the My Virgin Kitchen Podcast. Hello, Rob. Hello, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, was it weird to say hello, Rob, with it being your own name? It was a little bit weird. Saying hello to someone else. Yeah. Um, hello, folks. We're back. This is the news. Uh, I guess I was going to call it season two of the My Virgin Kitchen Podcast. And hopefully... Uh, it's sounding pretty good. It's a brand new setup. Yeah, this so, is a, this is the first time we're using this, guys. Yeah, we could. This could be a completely pointless conversation, and we no one else will ever hear it, and <laughs> it, we might not be recording. But so far, so good. We're using something called a Zoom H6, which is what we started using to record uh, some of our videos when we have multiple guests, uh, and we've got our same mics, but instead of stands, we've got little muffly things on them, and our headphones. So fingers crossed, if it sounds as good as it does to us. Uh, that's not a bad start. It should be, yeah. It should be a good start. And just before we delve into getting to know Rob, uh, I feel like I should touch on uh, something that we just played before we started this podcast today because I wanted to reminisce to see, because uh, obviously Rob was um, has just sort of come on board and we'll go on to that in just a bit, but I wanted to talk about um, how it used to sound uh, in here. And I did do one podcast and I remember thinking, oh, it's not so bad at the time. I think it's quite echoey in here. And we, we, we'll come on to that. We've done quite a lot to the echo in the room. But let me just play this little thing. It's got a little bit of the old intro, which hopefully you like the new one. But it's got, um, the, let me just say this is, let me just play it. For your audio taste buds, it's the My Virgin Kitchen podcast. All right. So uh, let us take over. Uh, I'm... Oh, my God. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> That was this room. <laughs> I can't believe it was this room. Yeah. Well, I can kind of believe it because I, 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 I witnessed it very early on. But yeah. That's such a difference. It really, it, like, it really is to the point where like, I feel quite sick when I ever hear <laughs> echoes now. Like, I think that kind of brings us nicely on to like, introducing you, Rob, right? Well, yeah. Hello. Uh, no, yeah, not, Hello. Not, not sickly echoes. But, um, <laughs> um, so Rob is, has come on board as my sort of wizard, cameraman, uh, counsellor. Every, all that sort of stuff. Like, <laughs> we have regular sit downs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually don't know that much about Rob, only in passing through like ban banter and innuendo since filming. And it's actually been like we're like five weeks maybe into working together here in the barn. Or I something. think it, I think it has something like that. It's yeah. hard to know if it's gone really quick or or oh. or, or it's been a long time. I'm just not. I'm not yeah. sure. I, c I can remember nearly every day, but it does yeah. feel like yesterday we were starting. Well, oh, maybe that's a good way of starting the, the podcast. So I mean, like. Let's maybe talk about the sound, actually. Like, well, actually, the first week that you started with us, like, it was, I say us, me, and the people that are listening, you're all one big family. Uh, so Rob comes down to the barn, and uh, well, the first thing we did, we ended, the first day, we ended up going out to a load of hardware. And Well, yeah, I, I guess the the most pressing issue was the echo yeah. in the place, because we were thinking it was really bad. Yeah. And uh, we've got an example, and there's a room next door where you still hear it, so we still have a reminder of that every day. Absolutely, and, yeah. And um, 
and it was like, well, okay, we need to get this sound sorted. In, in, we need to attack this echo head on. Yeah. Or else we're not going to be able to film in it. Uh, and we th- we thought was it going out and um, we had like a list of maybe getting some was it soundproof curtains or something? I don't I can't remember what we did. We ended up going by curtains. That was one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was just it was a lot of trial and error almost. Yeah. Uh, luckily, without too much it error. W- it was a weird first day. We ended up yeah. going to like DIY shops, a wood recycling place, uh, somewhere that my mother-in-law and mother shop too way too often buying duvets and quilts and things. And uh, yeah, I ended up last day we came back and we were literally put up a curtain rail. Yeah, these curtains that are right here by us right now. But yeah, off the back of that, we ended up dividing the room up. Right, that was it. I think the, the you know one of the first things was let's fill the room. Yeah, absolutely, fill the room. Uh, that's going to help at least. And in in kind of doing that, that mentality, we kind of split the room up into kind of each area has its own segmentation, its own zone almost. Yeah, and it's kind of working out quite well for us. I think it it really is now, absolutely. And I think it was that first thing I'm thinking. Right, the room the room is a massive rectangle. So if we hang these curtains up, we're going to make it into a a square. So that's going to make stop half, well maybe a third of the sound getting out. And then like I say, fill it up. So we went to a charity shop and bought loads of sofas and tables and rugs. Basically, we did loads of research on sound, and it was kind of like we had all these options. And but as long as it's furry or just not hard edge then it's going to hopefully absorb the sound. So we kind of started furnishing and all that, right? Um, That's it. But then, like I say, we've created these own little pods. So we've got the kitchen studio area where the beams in the barn randomly made the lights that I've got already run along it. And Rob's got his lights that help support that. Then we've got like a, a chill-out editing area that we just <laughs> put all our rubbish. <laughs> Office. Yeah. Home. Yeah, absolutely. Those sofas are comfy, right? Yeah. It's crazy. And then to the the other side of that, when what we do during filming is we do shut the curtain mostly, or particularly now when we're doing the podcast for the first time, we shut the curtain and on either side, actually, the best way to look at this is there's a walkthrough video on, on the YouTube channel that I've uh, put up that we filmed, which is absolutely epic. Uh, Rob did a real good job on that with the pugs jumping out the car in slow motion. And we've got a top-down recipe section, which is my old dining room table, which we like. And then we actually now sit sat in our own podcast area the podcast studio yeah it's it's weird yeah and there are some fuzzy things on the wall well that's the almost the pièce de resistance yeah you say that you haven't mentioned yet because uh yeah it was was tuesday wasn't it i think that was yeah that was the next day that was the next day yeah yeah so i think you know barry was thinking i think he did inquire about you know getting real professional sound solutions in and and getting quotations for that because it was that bad and um, you know, I remember us having you know chats about that, looking online, seeing who's good, where should we go with this? And then you came up with a a bit of a, a bit of a golden solution. There. Yeah, I just remember seeing that like a lot of gamers on YouTube that on the, on the side on their walls they have these like big foam tiles or they have a little patch. And I started looking at all these churches in America that you know they've got them on the walls. And I was even mulling over the ladies next door that share the room sometimes that do their quilts, seeing if they would get, make us some custom stuff. But I looked on Amazon and there was someone a place selling them. And uh, it was like something about £25 for 12 I can't mm. in a, And I thought, well, let's give it a go. And um, I looked at the delivery date, and I think it was three days later. And I was like, oh, mate, that was our aim for that first week, wasn't it? It was like, I want us to get rid of this Echo. And then uh, it was in Oldham, and I, I think I rang them up, and I was like, if I came up to you, could I take them away? And obviously having a little van, that, that kind of helped. So that was it. Next day I was shot up, the, well, I went up to uh, Manchester that night, didn't I? I was like, yeah. well, I'm going to go for it. And then... Uh, because some people were like quoting me like three or four thousand pounds just to come down and do a survey or whatever, and uh, so there was I stayed in my brother-in-law's uh, bedroom, like not his front room overnight, playing on. He was playing Nintendo when I turned up, and I just 
I just sort of slept on the couch kind of thing and uh, went to this factory and they said, oh, what's it for? And I told them, and I said, that I just, just, it's just an experiment. And they were adamant it would work. And I was, it really was the unknown, wasn't it? We just yeah. didn't know because um, these big angled ceilings. And uh, she said, oh, we've got some offcuts if you want. And I was thinking, offcuts? Oh, God, it sounds a bit ugly. But, well, she said, if no one's going to see it, it doesn't matter, does it? No, no, no. And then she showed me what an offcut looked like. And it looked, ab- like, I mean, we can see them on the wall now. They look absolutely identical, right? They're, they're looking, they just look, yeah, exactly the same as a real thing, yeah. I would say. And it's the sides of them, apparently, where the blade stops cutting it, like, fine, so they don't butt together completely flush. But, like, to me, I mean, I would make no difference whatsoever. There's a little nick in on one edge, and but that, to me, that looks like mm. an actual, the way it's supposed to be made. Well, I mean, yeah, in regards to practicality of them, they're just, they yeah. do exactly the same job, right? Yeah, so there I was in Oldham, which is a, well, it's about a four-hour drive up to, uh, up there. And I just shoved as many into my van as I could, but she gave me 30 quid for the lot. And that would have been, I think it worked out about nearly £500 for the amount that we got. So it was absolutely worth the trip. And we were just saying, oh, some things are meant to be and all that. And it was just, uh, yeah. Then it came the task of putting them up on, well, actually getting home. That you know, that was when we had that horrendous yeah. traffic, so wasn't it? <laughs> the glamorous world of YouTube. Yeah, it was just like, ah, <laughs> oh, sticking. We got all the uh, spray glue up on the, uh, well, we found out it was said that we started doing it. We had a whole day where we literally laid rows of there because we didn't know yet the, how to put them up either, was it? We were like, do we just put them solidly over or do we space it in sort of channels? And I'm yeah, sort of looking it up now and I'm thinking, that does seem like ages ago now. <laughs> that does seem like a long time ago. Yeah. But again, that kind of worked out because, you know, you, you had a certain amount. You could only have a certain amount by that time and we covered probably... The, the surface area that we needed to yeah absolutely and the scary thing was i think when i actually finally turned up on that next day it was towards the end of the day anyway wasn't it and i think the sofas had arrived where we'd ordered from the charity shop the day before yeah. so you collected them and like you I, I think we spoke on the phone on the, when i was stuck in traffic and you're like oh no they they've made a difference and then i walked in with this bag even they've just all piled in one area weren't they the phone and you said even that has yeah changed the dynamics of the room and the next day, we just ended up getting this really strong spray adhesive that they recommended and sticking it to the, the wall. And uh, we've had some problems with that, really, haven't we? Well, you mean the um, stickability? Stickability and the, the, the cancer. The, 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 the medical implications, <laughs> mm. the potential medical implications. Yeah, absolutely. The the uh, the fact that on the can, after we'd... I was going, oh, that smells a bit funny. And we'd like literally laced ourselves at the whole room in it. No ventilation. Like for... snowing ourselves in adhesive spray for yeah. a day. Uh, sus- suspect of causing cancer. It does actually say on the label. So I've got some mass now if we ever need to use it. But they started falling down. So what we had, Rob was putting them on the ceiling. I was spraying them. But I was spraying a couple at a time. And we were finding because it loses its tack so quickly. Some of those first early ones have started to fall down. And we we used double-sided tape. We used, um, uh, what was the other? We used another thing as well, like another uh, type of tape, I think. Um, we mould over doing Velcro. Yeah. But what we found is if we just spray it and get it tacky and then literally just stick it straight up, it's so far so good. Uh, well, there was one morning you came in. Where it, was... 17 was the highest, Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, so typically, yeah, the first thing I'd get in is I'd, I'd, I'd count to see how many... Uh, how many uh, acoustic pieces have fallen down? Yes. And 17 was the highest one, one morning. Yeah, so. and uh, this week, only about four have probably fallen down all week. Yeah. Um, very kindly, the lady who owns the farm, we borrowed her ladders for like about, well, probably like two or three weeks and never gave them back because every morning we were coming and putting them up. But so far, so good. We haven't completely filled the whole kitchen area, I, I, well, the whole barn area, because the actual top-down area section, rather than putting it there... What we've got where we're sat right now is, if you can imagine, we're against 
uh, we've got two sofas facing each other, two separate ones. We've pulled the curtains. To the left of us is the foam on the walls, and then directly above us are the tiles as well, um, and behind is soundproof curtains. So really, we're kind of almost enclosed in like a, a fake NAF foam, uh, sound booth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's bizarrely worked, and I, I, I don't want to say that it's helping the podcast. I mean, I'm sure it is, but um, like this little area, but even if we didn't shut the curtains, I feel like what we've done to this room... Yeah, you could you could near enough probably do a podcast anywhere in this room now. Y- yeah, I would say because you stand at the kitchen area now and like you shout and before it was like hey hey hey, hey yeah hey. and like you heard on that sample there. I mean that was um I think that was episode twenty three. So if you wanted to compare that at any stage, guys, go back and listen to episode twenty three just for your sanity for about thirty seconds maybe. But yeah, and I do apologize in the past for the for the echo in some of those because that I mean that's that was really bad. <laughs> yeah, you you almost seem surprised by it. I, yeah, because like I mean, like hearing it there, I think because it was weird that day when we were putting the towels up. I don't know if I started to feel ill, maybe because of the cancer in the cans, but <laughs> but the, the more actually we were just putting it up, it was like you could almost feel sound waves were being like pushed away down the room. Yeah, do you remember that one in the corner by the door? Yeah, 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 I do remember that. Yeah, and I shouted into the corner and almost like came back at me and pushed me off the yeah, ladder. Yeah, like felt the wave. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so weird. Yeah. Uh, so like basically from the barn now, there's a there's a long room that connects to it. So it's a very similar style. Like, well, the the, the walls are the same, blah, blah, blah. So, but there's hardly any furnishings in there other than a long like, table. So we open in there to go walk through there to get to the toilet at the end of the barn. And it is pretty... Uh, I, I kind of like hallucinate when I go in there for too long. Like, or like, <laughs> yeah. Especially if you've been in here and you really think about the sound, then you go in there and you go, hello. And it's like, hello, hello. It's crazy. So that was the very first t- thing that we did, right? That was, yeah, that was it. The first like three days, solid really, wasn't it? Yeah. It was sound, sound, sound. How can we do this? What's the best way of doing this? Yeah. And um, I thought it was just so, we just didn't know what we were doing. I was just so glad that that was the real thing that we set out to do. Yeah. And then it was, we sort of started, we had this little production checklist in our heads. So like, okay, then it's lighting and camera set up. And yeah, it was great. And uh, it's been a hell of a roller coaster just trying to that that in itself talking about it, it's like we could probably tell you so much more about the 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 detailed analysis of putting foam on a on a wall or a ceiling but that str- that stuff is strong like there's some of that have been up there that I don't think are ever ever coming down no um, no some of them are, are really still on there yeah and there's a couple that just I don't know if it's the same one I think it's like a like a fish or something we need to put a tag on it or something just like <laughs> monitor it with GPS and just make sure that if it does come down again that um you just double coat it. I found a spider under one the other day. That was pretty cool. Someone just sneaked up there. Um, but yeah, that's how are you finding it, Robert? Like, I mean, I don't really know much about yourself, but I mean, obviously, how how are you finding the whole? Uh, this you didn't come back from a YouTube background, right? So maybe do you want to just tell us a little bit about? Um, actually, I could just ask you some questions, like where were you born, like, and all that sort of stuff. Ask me whatever you like. Okay, Rob. So people, I'm gonna ask what the people in my head what are you thinking about so okay Rob what is your middle name there you go Peter Robert Peter Robert Peter French oh, that's nice yeah that's, that's my dad's name that's a very British name it's pretty solid, French it's solidly British isn't it <laughs> yes, yes that's good and where were you born so I was born and bred in Paynton South Devon that's where my um, grandparents lived tropical part of the world it's nice yeah tropical all year round uh, tropical climate yeah coconuts I went, went um, to, t- uh, I spent a week there. Uh, I spent Christmas at my grandparents and my parents said, oh, you, you know, I think they just got rid of me. <laughs> just ch- <laughs> chucked me to my grandparents for a week. And I remember going, making some friends and they, all they were doing, like they were catching crabs in the sea or whatever, and like just cutting one of their like claws off and chucking them back in. 
So it's kind of mm. like us with the foam tiles. They're going, oh, if he ever comes back, we'll know it's ours. I'm like, all right, see you later, guys. <laughs> it was like ruffians. But no, talking to you is pretty cool. It's it's a lovely part of the world. It's a great place to grow up, to be fair. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, by the seaside? By the seaside. I did move away when I was um, not even 17, though. Oh, right. So I moved away. Where did you go? Pretty young. So 17, I went, I traveled around Europe for a year. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's there's a good story of that on your website, isn't it? Uh, I, I think I mentioned it, yeah. I try, yeah. It was, it, that still is probably my most poignant and most favorite year I've had in my life, really. Right, yeah. You know? Are we, uh, me and myself and four friends, we converted an old Midland Red school bus. It was huge. And uh, put bunks in it and couches and uh, a wardrobe and an oven. And uh, we drove around um, playing music uh, and just trying to go as long as we can. And it, yeah, not, it was 10 months. Wow. Um, so yeah. was that the initial aim was like, we're going for 10 months? Did you start off with a... There wasn't really, mu- there wasn't really much aim. I can't remember actually planning too much. Wow. Um, which is quite bizarre. We definitely didn't plan, you know, weeks ahead or anything. Yeah. Uh, we based, initially we went on the weather, so it was freezing in Northern Europe, so we left in uh, January time. Oh, right, okay. Um, so after a few weeks, after seeing friends in Holland, we smashed down to the Mediterranean. Yeah. Drove around the Med for a few months. Oh, to get warmer. To get warmer, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, ended up just, yeah, so many days just chilling. and um, But uh, we were actually playing Scottish marching Celtic music. Right. So I was uh, I played drums. Yeah, Rob's uh, very skilled musician, aren't you? Uh, oh, thank you, Barry. Yeah, you can play the <laughs> play the triangle better than me, and uh, not just that, no, the guitar. Actually, that'd be quite good. Like, actually, maybe before we finish this podcast, you could do a little quick like a little s- outro. Yeah, yeah, a little outro. <laughs> that'd be quite good, and I'll uh, just ad lib for like a couple of minutes. Um, yeah, you do play the drums as well, right? Yeah, I played drums. As, I was very young. Yeah, and uh, and I learned. I st- actually on that trip was when I first bought my first guitar, and I learned that as we were going around. But we actually, there was, um, two of my mates played bagpipes. And so we, uh, uh, all th- three of us, uh, just bust every day. Wow. And, and trying to fund our kind of travel. And we had a fourth that just couldn't play anything. So he, just, <laughs> he was the hat man. <laughs> the rat, the, the rat. Dancer, yeah. The dancer, the rat, the hype man, if you like, if you will. guys in, uh, was it East 17 or so? Remember that boy band for pretty yeah. years ago? There was the two guys that actually did stuff. But then I think they're still going. They've they've kept these seventeen going, but they've got another lead singer now. Oh just, right, they used to just dance. <laughs> it's like crazy. So like, where, what countries did you go to? Oh, all over, man. I can can't remember them all. We spent a lot of time in East Europe, so Bulgaria, Romania, Czech Republic, Hungary. Wow. Um, went down as far as Turkey. Um, it was about nearly. I think it was about twenty five thousand miles. Wow. That's, um, that's uh, over 10 months, I suppose, you staggered out. Yeah, There's staggered some, out. So lo- yeah. there was lots of times where uh, I remember, like, just outside of Alicante in Spain, we stayed there for six weeks. Yeah, wow. Because we were just gigging in the pubs and oh, stuff great. like that. Yeah, so yeah. it was just regular work and, and game. We made, like, loads of friends. Yeah. Um, and we had a house there to stay in. Oh, wow. Nice and settled. Yeah. There were some places, you know, we used to stay, have free stays in hotels if we played and was, like, the hotel entertainment. Oh, that's that's all right, Along the it? way. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 things like that. Okay. So, um yeah, that was my first kind of uh, bit of travel, really. Yeah. What was your uh, favorite country that you went to? On that trip? Yeah. Italy. Italy, really? I think. Oh. Yeah. It's a difficult one, but I yeah. think so. And I've not been back since. Well, not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> that leads us on to something. Yeah, um, something coming. Yeah. Well, we are going. Yeah, I might as well say it now because I'll probably forget. But we are going to Italy in a week. <laughs> we are. We 
in, uh, a, in a week, a week, in yeah. eight days. Oh my gosh, eight days. Pack your bag, Barry. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we're we're going to be in Italy literally for. Uh, yeah, we're gonna fly out. We're gonna get there Saturday evening. Uh, we've got the Sunday free and the Monday afternoon free. But we're going to learn how Grana Padano cheese is made. I teased that on the channel quite a bit. Um, but where we're going, I forgot the name of it. Uh, it's near Lake Garda. On on Lake Garda, Gar pretty much. Yeah. And it's yeah. Lady Gaga then. Uh, on Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna make cheese on Lady Gaga. That's a that's, that's a hell of a video. That's coming up next week, though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I've I've never been to Italy. And I'm fascinated by it. I mean, the fact that we get to go out there by this brand and learn how the cheese is made, and you know, I've no doubt we'll make some amazing um, like food memories but we'll make some good content but like just to take it all in the, the place we're going looks breathtaking like yeah is it sermian is that it sermian yeah I, i'm not 100 sure how you pronounce it yeah that's the thing but it's something like simeone simeone yeah simeone, yeah um but, but what did you like about italy what particular was it a particular part or well we we um we drove down the west coast initially so again that's around the med uh down to roma yeah. I went across and then up the west coast to Venice and Trieste. So it was kind of the coastal routes. Um, but what I, what, there's two things that I remember most vividly. One was the food, and the food yeah. is incredible. And I think if any listeners have been to Italy or en anyone I've ever come across has not a negative word to say about the food in Italy. Okay. It is tremendous. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't even know why, mm -hmm. really. It's just like a freshness or just a vibrancy that you just, I think we're so used to, you know, pasta and pizza here yeah. as a certain way. And in in Italy, it's, it's, just, it's just something else. next level, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it just doesn't even taste similar, you know. I'm, I'm really excited for that. I, I feel like I'm gonna load, take my monthly carb intake, <laughs> which has supposedly gone up in the last week anyway, from all the content we've been making. But I'm gonna really add that uh, to the to the checklist. Yeah. Uh, they are huge as well. Some of them, really. You know, I know. You, we, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> yeah, we get excited here about yeah. you know deep pans or like or really like 15, 16 inch pizzas or whatever. Yeah. They come, they're a plate. Really? Oh, you know man. what I mean? Uh, you guys got to keep an eye on our Instagrams for that then. Uh, so I'm at my Virgin Kitchen, as you know. Also Rob is, of course, but Rob's got his own one, uh, Robert French Film. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you want to find out more about Rob just in general, he's got a good website, robertfrenchfilm.com, if, if any of you guys are like, oh, I want to find out more about this guy. Because um, everyone is asking loads of questions. So Italy, okay, that's cool. I like yeah, that. that. And yeah. secondly, though, the people... Really? It, yeah, there's a real fond memories of um just really friendly or Yeah, just yeah. look really great hospitality. Um there's lots of uh lots of uh Italy that is uh you know very well off, but there's lots of parts that aren't. Yeah, and uh yeah. in e equal measures I found the people to be um yeah, really welcoming. Okay. And that's contrary to what I was maybe told before when I, um lots of people told me that you know uh you you wouldn't get on so well with Italians. They yeah. they're a bit standoffish. I didn't see that whatsoever. Okay, now that's 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 an interesting one because I, yeah, I, the only th thing I've ever heard about Italian people, or the only thing I know of Italy, I know all the places, but only that they're shaped like a boot, and also from there used to be Channel Four, the football soccer Italia or something like that with. I mean, a lot of the English oh, players. That's it. Yeah, Italia. Yeah. Italia. Yeah. No. Whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Um, uh, so I know all the areas just from the name of the football teams, um, but um, I only heard that, that some of the men are a little cheeky to the women. They're like doing the old. Uh, Little winks in the in the they're streets, confident. They're, yeah, that's, they know yeah. what's up. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Um, but they're healthy as you know. That's, right. They, yeah, that's they look true. after themselves. They dress well. Yeah, they, they know eat what well. Doing. Yeah. yeah, they get in the sun a lot. Yeah, see, that's they're active. Then, then I'm gonna go over there in my hoodie and uh, <laughs> <laughs> in my Converse. And be like, Hi, how's it going? Uh, so <laughs> just to touch on that trip, like we're probably this is a re, we've got such a cool little podcast set up here. I mean, I've got the laptop out. I don't even need it at the moment. Um, 
So this little portable thing we've got is called a Zoom H6, and our, our microphones are going into it. And you know, if you guys, any of you guys listening that want to start a podcast, I'm more than happy to try and give you a, a more in detailed depth thing of what it is. But the great thing about it is, when I was researching the best podcast setup, we sort of accidentally ended up having that equipment for needing it for filming. Um, so this is why this thing is so portable. We're thinking of maybe we, we might have to, or we would probably want to do it anyway, like a little podcast when we're in Italy next week, just to sort of, whether it's in a cafe, whether it's in a hotel room, um, soaking up the vibe and the atmosphere, hopefully if we get time and maybe reminiscing about a, a massive pizza. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really excited for that. Um, what about the worst country? Do you, I mean, is that a fair question to ask? Or is there one, or do you have... Um, because he's done a lot of traveling, right? So, I mean, let, yeah. let's we sort of move on a little bit with... Because um, if you look at your website, for example, a lot of the, the filming you've done... I mean, what happened? You know, obviously, that was when you were 17. What what other stuff... Where, where did you go from there? So, then I... Um, after that trip, I came, I studied film production at Southampton University. Southampton? Southampton. I've got a bread-making friend down there. That's the guy I talked about that was yeah. going to do us a bread-making playlist. That's um, a great idea, too. He's self-taught artisan bread maker and he said come down and we can do maybe five six in a day and smash it out and then that would be awesome but the smell of fresh bread yeah i literally all i did in southampton i went there went to his thing and went home so i don't know what is it southampton nice or um i don't want to annoy anyone in southampton <laughs> okay <laughs> no it's no it's no italy right <laughs> no i mean i had a great time there i think it's, yeah. a, it's a really great university city yeah um i for well i gather the the city is definitely set up for that okay. for students so when it comes to like, you know, where to go after, it was never really, um, I've never felt, okay, this is the place I'm going to stay. Mm -hmm. This is the place I'm going to uni and have a good time and yep. learn my thing. And then I kind of felt like I need to go somewhere else. Yeah, sort of move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, cool. I've heard good things about it, like Brighton and Bournemouth and all sort of coastal areas like that. Yeah. But, um, okay, so, so you went there, did your course, and then... Uh, you did some other... Was it filming straight away or did you go on... Yeah, and, so yeah. I worked uh, for uh, 18 months directly after as various... Uh, um, various different... Um, in various different industries within the film industry. I was production assistant, art... Assistant art assistant... No, assistant art... I can't remember the title. Yeah. What does that mean? Then? What is an assistant art assistant? I was, I was <laughs> assistant art director on a feature... So what does that mean? What what do they do? I I was largely then responsible for organization of props. So creating them? Or no, not creating them, just the, organizing them. So um uh the placement? No. The placement? Yeah. Like positioning uh, or Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But firstly you have to source them. Oh right. Potentially. Um and then it's down to placement, it's down to continuity. Um um that was a a strange feature. Um, randomly had um, Josh Stone in it. Oh right, a lead okay. actress. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, that, you know, yeah, it's uh, good when you know someone like a lot. I don't watch many films as you probably haven't. If you haven't gathered that already, like eighties movies is where my limit is. Yeah. So uh, actually, favorite film you've ever seen? Oh. Being from a filming background, there you go. <sighs> tough one, isn't it? That's a tough one. All right. What about uh, favorite film you've ever seen in the comedy genre? In the comedy genre. Wow. Mm. Oh. Um, Oh, what's it called? See no evil, speak no evil. Ah, oh, I've, I've not seen that. Jim Wilder. Yeah, I know the Richard cover. Pryor. Yeah, I know the cover. Like I've always, been, I want to so see good. that. Ah, right. Yeah, because I've good. seen some of the Gene Wilder ones. Uh, yeah, I, I ones. love Gene Wilder. Yeah, and I like old Steve Martin 
and like planes, trains, automobiles. Yep, seen that one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I yeah, love that nice stuff. one. Yeah, yeah. 80s movies, see? Yeah. They're the best. 80s the best. movies. <laughs> love 80s movies. Uh, what, action? Or Action. You know, I love, I, I, as cheesy as they are, I love action movies of the mid-90s. Okay. So I'm what? talking like Die Hard. Okay. I'm so talking anything the... with like Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, yeah. Wesley Snipes. So you got the classic hero that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Fugitive, like US Marshals. I love those sorts of action movies. That was um, they were good films. Yeah, they don't make them like that anymore. That's for sure. They don't. No, and even the eighties were. You know, some of the Schwarzenegger films were a lot like that sort of. You know, it was Arnie like Commando films. Yeah, yeah. They, I haven't seen all the diehards, but I've caught parts of them, and I yeah, you, you just know the guy's going to win. But you know, they put in these impossible situations and stuff. But yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, yeah. Assistant art director, edit assistant, and then production assistant on advertisements corporate advertising and loads of different things yeah yeah okay yeah and then you get onto another field didn't you is that right and then yeah through that i um i need to earn an extra buck and i start working within the fashion industry fashion like yeah. zoolander can't exactly turn like is zoolander <laughs> is it though is it like um, can't turn left it can be yeah a little bit okay yeah yeah a I've, little bit i've got experience of one model um, i'm not gonna say who who's gone into the cooking world that um, I didn't have a very nice experience with in terms of personality. That's all I'm going to say. So I would, I, from my perception, I imagine a lot of other people's perceptions, there are some characters, as you put it, that um, I'm sure there's some very flamboyant ones. I'm sure there's some very uh, nice ones. And I'm sure there's some very determined ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. 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 But you do seem to, unfortunately, get very surprised when you do meet the really nice ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it Cause can be a bit feel of a, like... a rarity. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you thinking what, what they after or something or like... Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I worked with some lovely people in London. Oh, that was... You were based in London then for that? Uh, yeah, in the last four years of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I used to work for Ralph Lauren in London. Um, yeah, cool. And, uh, yeah, I used to work with some really great up-and-coming actors and do photo shoots for them. I used to work with David Gandhi quite a bit. David Gandhi. David Gandhi. He's a. I recognise that name a lot. UK. He's a UK male model, one of the most successful ones. Is he? I'm going to Google him. Google him. Right. He looks, there was a reason. He looks a here. lot like me. Does he? <coughs> David <laughs> Gandhi. Is it spelt like the uh, the man that made made salt? Oh no, it's not. It's coming up for me. David Gandhi. Oh, blow me. Okay. Yeah. British model. So yeah, same physique as myself. Yeah, I can really. see well, and, and yeah. yourself. Well, I think we we yeah. would we would take him on, Barry. Yeah, I, I, people sometimes call me Barry Gandhi in the yeah. street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's filled out a bit, and he but. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? He's yeah. uh, he's actually a, a love, really lovely guy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah it's we, probably nice when you have when you come across someone like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Does it sort of deserves their success? Because you know, yeah, that's the sort of thing. I, can change people i think that when you get to a certain level uh, in, in lots of i've seen it with youtubers as well man. Like, i'm sure yeah, yeah. Like, it's like you've changed and it's like i don't know sometimes i mean it change is not a bad thing kind of like the move that i've done to the barn here but it's like you've still got to be yourself i think and, um, and uh never take for granted where you've come from or, or where you're going or you know what means the most to you uh, yeah. so yeah. i think people get lost in that in whatever industry they're in yeah and even if they if they if they work in the within the same business for five ten years and they seem they've done some really great progression yeah and um uh and then they treat the people down at the bottom 
like yeah, that. Yeah, well, you know, not the way they were treated. Absolutely. And that's, uh, that's not good to watch. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember some of my best bosses used to be the ones that had just worked their ways out rather than just come in and been like, like okay, okay. So, mm. And was it from there that you went traveling then? or So then I um, got invited with, um, with a colleague who became a colleague. He worked mm. for Lonely Planet. Ah. to come out and do some um some filming with him in Asia. Right. So I I stopped while I was in London and uh, packed up, went to Asia. I'd never been to Asia before. Wow. So something I wanted to do. And yeah. we had some work out there initially, which um led on to quite a lot of work. Oh cool. Which was great. So you ended um, up staying out there for So it was a year. Wow. Yeah. Near oh, enough awesome. a year. Wow. Um and um Whereabouts yeah. in Asia were you based somewhere or so it was Southeast Asia mainly, um, uh, the typical areas of Thailand, Laos, Myanmar, so Cambodia. Oh, nice! I I, I know of Thailand-ish. Is it Koh Samui and all around, around there? Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Koh Koh Samui? I was there for uh, two months. Oh, that's from the film The Beach, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. one of the only books I've ever read in my life, <laughs> <laughs> along with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, and Peppa Pig books probably. Yeah. What a tri- what a trio? Well, well, yeah. You got to keep it real. Like you got to get that right balance. But um, I actually read that book when I was there. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was quite funny. And the movie. Uh, did you see the movie where you out? That was that. Oh, was that before? Or? Yeah, I saw yeah. the movie quite a few times. Before. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Um, I mean, just remembering the scenery from the film, it was just yeah incredible there. Yeah, um, from Coastal Marie, there's an area called the. It's known as the Marine Park, and uh, yeah, it's uninhabitable really by tourists. So you get these trips. Um, and if you if you can get, find the right people to take you, you can go um, when it's very very quiet and no one's there, no other tourists are there, and we managed to do that. And oh wow! Scenery you can get is, is stunning. Really, yeah, oh, yeah, fantastic. really, really great. Um, beautiful part of the world, and yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we're working with um, uh, tourist boards and uh, some luxury hotels there. Oh wow! Just yeah. like getting some real nice footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and which the, is great. And then you got a little injury, right? Is that what happened? So yeah, I um actually um it was all I was kind of forced to come back, but I was also ready at yeah. the same time okay. almost as well. But um yeah, three years ago I uh, tore my ACL playing football in London. I was a keen footballer and um, tore it. Didn't get surgery. Was advised not to. You advised not to get advised surgery. not to get surgery. Do self physio for nine months. Who it, was that by someone in Asia then? Or? No, that was when I was in London oh, three okay, years ago. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. initially. Right. And uh, yeah, the um, yeah, I was really annoyed with how that went. Really, um, how I was advised. So yeah, doctor in in London, he advised me not to have surgery. Do which apparently the NHS is what they initially say to every patient who initially has that injury. Um, generally. Oh, that's uh it's just very, it seems very black and white it's like does, doesn't matter what you're doing your lifestyle or what you're into if you go to them and your injuries at a certain point they yeah. will say no surgery have self physio wow so i did that and then i said you know i went to the doctor okay when can i play football again when can i get back into sports Cause i love my sport yeah and um he just said oh you know just do it whenever you feel well enough sure sure okay <laughs> so um so that's what i did but i left it two two years two and a bit years until I played football, and it was in uh, in Thailand where I got invited because we were working in a hotel there. I knew the, the crew there really well, and um, they invited me to play in a a Thai league, yeah, which I thought was going to be a six aside kind of beach football oh, tour- like a tournament thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, you know, there's a story here, and I I got picked up on the back of a moped, drove about half an hour, turned up, and it's floodlit 
10,000 seater stadium. Wow. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Oh, no. Uh, the opponent, the opponent, a few people then. Uh-huh. There wasn't a huge that many people watching. Yeah, but it was a huge. But it was a huge thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then the, the you know the opposition came out all in the full kit, wow. studs, and I was like, you know, I'd like beachwear on at the time. I yeah. was like, this is not what I kind of signed up for. <laughs> wow. Anyway, they started. They played me up front at the start, and uh, yeah, fifteen minutes in. Yeah. Um, this is the first time I played football since I did the injury nearly two and a half years before, and yeah, it just went. Oh no. Went straight away. And oh. So you didn't even get a shot at goal then? You didn't get a chance to have a... I was through on goal oh, and right. had a shot when it happened. Oh, no. And I scuffed the shot. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it was the injury that caused the scuff, though, right? Otherwise, it would yeah. have been top corner. Yeah, oh, otherwise, it would have broke the net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think okay. everyone would just have walked off and let's, yeah. let's not even bother playing. <laughs> Turn the floodlights off, put a 50p in it. Yeah. Like that. Okay. So I uh, sulked off, into a, went to a pub on my own and had a few beers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you made the decision to... So then I, because of that experience, I was like, well, okay, I'm just going to do self-physio again. You okay. Know, um, that, that was my thing. So I... We're still out in Asia. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I... Two weeks, I solidly got the swelling down, then I worked on it. And then I... um, Yeah, I, I got it to a level where I was okay to to travel and to work and to carry all my gear because I had a lot, had a lot of gear with me. Yeah. Um, you had a drone with you, right? I had a drone with me. I had yeah, yeah two camera bags plus a suitcase, and I bought a, a really cheap small guitar. Yeah. <laughs> so I d- yeah, there was there was there was three sometimes five of us on that trip. Um, uh, but I still managed to yeah go to Laos and uh, Myanmar where which had an amazing time, and then travel some of Indonesia as yeah. well yeah. with it, which was about five six months. Wow. To the point where I was in Bali and um. I, my leg was just giving way when I was like getting out of taxis, like yeah, getting, oh, out, really? getting out of cars was Probably. some of the worst. Yeah, twisting to get out, and I was like, oh man, I've got. So got does, to go does back. resting it actually help in any way, or is it just like do you need to build the strength back up in it, or what then know? or now? Uh, like kind of uh, after the injury, is there like a, is there advice if they say you don't need surgery? Are they saying you know? Uh, don't worry about it just walk it off. But obviously, it's happened again after playing mm. football. Like, were you saying oh yeah we'll do self physio? Uh, you know, build the strength up. I, I yeah. presume that's the best way. Well, they, they they were saying, yeah, build your strength up in, in all the other muscles around the knee, just so that they kind of overcompensate for the injured ligament. Yeah. Um, and then that ligament will heal. Oh, because you know, yeah, that, that strain that, on it. That's the kind of their their thought process. So, um, yeah, by this point, you know, all my muscles obviously weren't strong enough yeah. because I was overcompensating on my other leg. So I think you know, when I've recently had surgery, you know, I've had there was. My left leg was um, so much wider, right. thicker than my right. Um, so yeah, so I um, yeah, I knew that okay, I have to. This has to be redone. Re- redone. Um, so I, I came back, and I was I, I was thinking it was going to be like a, a few month thing. Uh, a bit naive of me, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, came back. I had to wait, kind of waiting list, and uh, and get the surgery done, right, which I right. did. Um, I don't know, three, four or five months ago now. Right. I can't remember. Wow. How long and that was. was like back home in Devon. Then you went. You came back. And there. yeah, that was yeah, that was where I, yeah, which was kind of nice because I haven't really seen my family for a lot for many years. So yeah, um, yeah. So you could sort of sort of settle back in and yeah, yeah okay. Wait to get that done. So well, I asked you earlier, like, what was your favorite place in your travels when you went seventeen? So obviously you've done a lot of traveling. Then do you have yeah. a favorite place in the world? Or is it still Italy? Or um, I don't have a favourite place, no. Because no, no. I, I really try and see the positives in, in everywhere I go. Yeah. Um, Italy is definitely still one of them. 
New York is is one of them mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Uh, parts of California is another. So I really love the states. That was a yeah. whole other, another part. I know you like it too. Yeah, I've done some. Like I did the road trip out there, and it's just yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, mean that, I'd love to do that again. Oh like, uh, yeah, yeah, we talked about doing that. Yeah, you know, on, on like a food based yeah trip, just like a prop like proper organized. I mean, there's been a few initial chats before with a few people that possibly could make that happen, but um, I'm sure we could even do it ourselves and just yeah, just see what we make. And yeah. you know, as long as we can make videos and shoot them somewhere somehow and upload it that could be hilarious and uh whether a road trip thing again or maybe more of an organized stop at certain places i don't know there is something in that and yeah i agree with you something about traveling in general is just a really cool way of i don't know i've got a few friends that have never traveled they've got some friends that have never even left their you know the the region like the southwest and you know gone to london once um but then i was the same with some people i met in america they're like what are you doing i was like oh i'm traveling across america and i haven't even left my my state before mm. i've never been to niagara falls and it's, sometimes like you say you can take it for granted i think you know traveling can really you can really appreciate things and yeah it, the crazy thing is you like no matter who you are you'll never see everything in the world and that's that's a scary thing I, like because there's so much to the world that everyone could see and yeah like not just about like the culture the way someone looks but like even like obviously the food like the, you know like you're saying about the food in italy i imagine that the when i went to hungary on a stag do um budapest right we, we just we did not eat authentic <laughs> hungarian food <laughs> we lived off burger king and mcdonald's all weekend and uh it was my aim to go out there and try a goulash you know i was trying to get to, we all dressed as where's wallies right so you know where's waldo if in america and uh, like, <laughs> i remember like we were on a stag do and um like we seemed to be the only guy it was quite a, a rainy day and but we seemed to be the only people that weren't like everyone else was wearing like brown or black or dark colors because i must have been where we were and it may just be because we stood out because we were all wearing this red white stripy tops blue trousers basically 18 wears wallies and this this car breaks down in front of us so then the 18 wears wallies it's it's annoying that none of us we didn't really have camera phones back then it was just as they were kicking in like really pixelated but 18 of us like bump started this uh car like pushing it along the road and we're getting this huge round of applause from (laughs) all the uh hungarians but yeah we just found this little thing where we just had mcdonald's and uh you know just fast food all the time and i was oh, i would love to have tried some goulash and then mm. i think that's the cool thing about you know going to every country and culture and experiencing like i'd imagine have you ever been to india or no i didn't i'd miss that no right. no i caught up with my friends on that asia trip they'd just been to india ah right um yeah i'd imagine like the the, the food there would be like the curries or yeah insane they said they said it was absolutely stunning yeah yeah and nothing like what we know as curry really right what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten i i thought you were gonna ask me that yeah yeah i mean because this is normally quite a foodie podcast or yeah first episodes but i do like i mean there's a few before we finish this podcast i try and give you a summary of where trying to take it but i want to try and obviously keep uh a food content as the title ideally at the top but there's there's I think the thing I like about so much about the podcast, the reason why I enjoy doing them and still want to do them is conversation and, you know, and where that leads. And obviously mm, yeah. we've just all naturally come onto food. But no, I, I was interested to know the answer to that. I did have um, a scorpion in Thailand. Wow. Yeah. Still alive or? No. Okay. It would, uh, it had been, um, uh, what's the word? Like not fermented. Um, Pickled? No. Like pickled, yeah, okay, but it wasn't. They didn't call it that. Well, did they or take the this thing out of its tail, or? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. They just snapped up, chipped it off. But um, yeah, uh, that didn't really taste much though. So like, although it may seem weird, it didn't really taste weird. Okay. Um, 
Um, was it like tangy or something, or was it soft and chewy? Was it crispy? No, it was crispy. Tastes so like chicken. It, it almost, <laughs> yeah, it tastes like chicken. Um, no, it almost been like um, fried over over a flame for ages. So it was, it seemed, and then dunked in some sort of oil for a long time. Oh, nice. So um, yeah, imagine like I don't know how, but something really crispy in oil for ages comes out and it's still kind of crispy oh nice okay I don't know what that is yeah yeah I but I mean at least I mean I think sometimes when people say like, oh, I've, I've had a scorpion or whatever like for some reason I get oh was it alive no it's dead I just get the feeling that it's literally just a scorpion the sting's been taken out of its tail and you're eating it you know, kind of like they see on some TV shows but um, wow okay that's yeah a, yeah that's um, yeah I think I, I can't there's, there's gonna be some other weird things but um, I can't think really so is the best something in Italy then, would you say? Food-wise? Yeah. Um, apart from the delicacies we've been cooking up here, obviously. Uh, yeah. Apart from Barry, Barry Lewis <laughs> cuisine, yeah. which, I mean... Oh, we made a Toblerone mousse today. I mean, to- to- Toblerone mousse. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you can't, can't talk about anything else. Did, no, how's that compared to a scorpion? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I think Italy is definitely up there as a cuisine, mm. um, as my favourites being around all the parts I've been. I had some amazing food in America too. Yeah. Very different kind of thing. But um, yeah, I think probably, yeah, I had some of the best food I've ever had in Italy. Right. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you more pasta or pizza on there? What would you suggest when we go there? I mean, obviously we're going to have both. both. But <laughs> yeah, all, all of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all of it. I'm really looking forward to that trip. Oh, I'm actually generally fascinated as well to find out how, because um, I can say this now, but um, basically... When you do a brand deal, you get given a brief, which I'm trying to uh, introduce the world to uh, Rob to the world of, which you know I'm very very selective with who we do. But when I think of uh, well, we're learning how Grana Padano cheese is made, and when I think of Grana Padano cheese, I'm not allowed to actually say one of its ri- rivals, which begins with a P and sounds like Armazan. So um, basically, I've got uh, the only way I thought we could like do a decent video on that, not only visually, but was to actually go out there because there was always they wanted me to talk about the production process and all that and how the heck could I do that from not even experiencing it and then comparing it to Armazan. So yeah, it's, um, it's, I don't know. I'm generally excited by what we'll, what we'll see out there. Just, I don't know the, the, the cheese. I don't like, I don't even like cheese, but I like that sort of style. That, yeah. That hard cheese, the smell no. of it. I've been secretly training myself and, um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I think that's the really cool thing that this this journey's ever like let me into these like these visits and things. There was potentially a trip to Dubai that came up, but I think it was so important that we embraced the fact that we can go out there and experience it and see it, and you know maybe make a bonus video or two while we're out there, an extra podcast, all that stuff. It's, exactly, it's pretty cool. Um, but we've shot some really crazy videos since we've uh, we've moved in already. It's um it's been a bit of a whirlwind. We took a week off, and I've, I shut the podcast down for a few weeks and. I was kind of, it might still be calling this podcast season two, but um, it's episode 31. I thought we'd just roll it on anyway. But it was nice to have a little break. And obviously, if I just carried on doing it, I don't think we'd be sat here right now with the Zoom. I think we'd be sat here with my old amp, the laptop, how I had it set up before, which sounded all right. And the echo would be okay. But this, for me, just feels like a much lighter, easier setup that we can ideally take out and about, hopefully. And um, yeah, we've... uh, I don't know. What's been your favourite video we've shot so far? Oh, man. I don't know. That's a tough question. Uh, we did a... The, I think the walkthrough video was one of my favourite ones. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, that was the first one we did. I mean, it, was, it wasn't really cooking related, but it was just kind of like showing the barn. And for me, I think that was like... Whole, it was like kind of like a step up going, wow. 
like this is actually reality now and i think in a way when i saw your finished edit that you did of it it made me realize the amount of effort that we put in although we took shut down for a week online like we like working a lot on on making this place look decent Mm. it was it was a slog (laughs) yeah i think that was quite a poignant video really because of that week we had yeah and for you like having this incredible change um from something that you've you know you steadily achieved over six, seven years. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I'm doing this now. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. This is amazing. Yeah, and I think in a way that some of the, I mean, this is, no one's ever going to enjoy change. And, you know, we've, we've filmed back at the house a couple of times. and um, But, you know, it, it was so easy for me to just stay still as I was. And I always wanted to do this anyway. Like three years ago or two and a half years ago, I was in a, a barn, another barn studio sort of thing that my friend had. I had to leave on his terms, sadly, because uh, he had to leave as well. So, but this is much more better. There's natural light. It's a, you know, it's all plumbed in. And it uh, just just feels right this time. And uh, it'd be too easy for me to have sat at home and just been like, right, here I am. I'm 60 years old and, you know, it's me and my dogs and oh, they died. So I've got another set of dogs now. And, uh, you know, people don't like change and you just got to evolve and, the amount of the variety of production that we've done like in this short time already, because we're just sort of like not sparring, we're just kind of like teasing content at the moment, just making different formats, finding ultimately what we enjoy doing. Because ultimately, if we don't enjoy doing it, you know, that's you know that you're going to get the best Barry, you're going to get yeah. the best best Rob out of that. But then also what the what the audience likes as well, because obviously you need the audience to you know, to carry on with the journey and and support making it possible. But yeah, the the walkthrough barn did make me stop and go like. Oh wow, we are actually doing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just it's, it's weird. And you realize in that that you know shooting that it's such a great space here. Yeah, it's a really great um, space. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I you know, the podcasting we've got space here for four mics. That Zoom thing we can have six mics if we want. Um, I like the idea of maybe doing a, a podcast live with maybe inviting a few people down to do it every now and then. Like we're doing some live stream cookalongs we've talked about. Um, also, um, I've got some Patreon fans. If you don't support me on Patreon, please don't feel you have to, but there is a My Virgin Kitchen Patreon. I really want to maybe open that up to them first of all, but I really want to start doing Skype interviews. Uh, mm. like sort of like doing, I don't know, if got The Grill. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. ask them 10 questions. And I, I teased that a little bit on Patreon and people were absolutely loving it. So um, I, I like the idea of having that on there and maybe Skype calling, or I think I've just learned how we can do it put a phone call straight into this so yeah i mean that's the great thing it'd be so easy for me to just say right okay i'm doing this is a recipe i'm doing today and then we're doing a mini food giant food blah blah, blah and just keep doing that but that would have got boring and to be honest i was getting bored of it because i knew what so much other content i wanted to make and like the recipe rewind video we did the other day is just a pure example of the sheer diversity <laughs> that this room can do yeah man. when you think when you think about diversity like that what we've done yeah, the amount of different elements we've, oh. and the amount of spin we put on things. And yeah. I know that's been a bit crazy for the audience at times. Yeah. Um, and so I guess we, you know, apologize for that, but we are just, you know, f- working things out. Yeah. And, and find, because the possibilities are endless here. You do feel that. So it's like, okay, yeah. how can we kind of narrow our creativity down to something that, yeah, we both enjoy, but also the audience are really going to engage with. Yeah, absolutely. And, and really love. It's finding that balance. Right? Um, I mean, I, I, agree with you and one person that wouldn't agree with what you said actually is my friend Stuart Ashen because he's just like no always make what you want to make like just do what you want to do and the the true audience will stay with you if you're thick and thin and then you know you'll grow others people come and go and I I, I'm slightly a big believer in that and because I you know this this is the big decision that I've kind of made and 
you know, when we first when we first put that first video up, I think it was such a shock that we're like, I think what it was, the barn walkthrough video we did, we're like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And then we like, we really pimped out that first um, mac and cheese mac video. Mac and cheese video. And yeah, I think people yeah. are like, oh, no, no, Barry just does a video in his kitchen. And like, you know, he talks to the camera and it's like pretty, you know, yeah, that's, you know, there's a little bit of banter in there. And then and that's, that's what he does. Like, oh, you've changed. Like, no, no, this is like, uh, this is me finally doing you know, thank you for helping me achieve my dream. This is me like taking it to the next level because you know, if I keep doing what I'm doing, I, I'm going to get bored. You know, you guys might get aren't bored of it, but I might be. And there's, yeah, you know, I, I get back to that recipe rewind thing. Like, like we've painted one of the walls in here green screen, and like Rob just sets the lighting up in a flash that something would take me like six hours, and I'd realize that I've not forgot lit, lit myself. We angled the sofas halfway in the middle of the room, blocked out the light bought the pugs in, put on a jumper and a wig, shot a really weird recipe and like just it made it look like us by a fireplace. It's insane. <laughs> I, I love the production value of that video and people are loving that as well, which is awesome. I think people are s starting to get it. It was always going to be a shock at first, but like just that sheer diversity to be able to catch people out and, you know, and also ultimately get out and about as well, which we've talked about. We're, yeah. at, at the moment, we like fighting fire to get a little bit of a backlog and some breathing space to allow us to do some more creative stuff. Like, you know, we talked about Absolutely. being by the seaside. I'd love to go out, you know, get the outdoor cam, get the grills going and do some cooking actually out on the beach in my hometown or just get out and about a bit more. That would be, that'd be really fun. Mm. So, and the cooking with kids, like we bodged that too, right, man? We just, yeah. That was uh, the workspace that we had. Um, the old, we've had really problems with reflective, re reflection. The, the, the fridge yesterday got wrapped in chalkboard. The hob's been changed to something so it doesn't look so shiny, but the kids turned up and we were like, oh, um, they didn't fit. And we managed to get pallets last minute so they could stand up. They were tall enough. And they just turned in and we just grabbed the table from next door, shoved the tablecloth on top of it. And then before we knew it, it looked like they were in a completely different sort of <laughs> setting and yeah. it was all health and safety, neat and tidy. And yeah, um, but that's just the, I don't know, I guess a testament to Rob's skills that he can bring in this setting. Because if it was just me here, you know, I'd probably just end up making the same videos anyway, but, you know, just the sheer potential that we've got, um, even the video we did for Heinz that went up this week, like, you know, the split screen and that, that ability to film in the different styles and go from this kitchen to the old house kitchen is, it's really exciting, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we, we've had some fun concepts, but uh, is YouTube what you thought it would be or even filming food because you haven't really done too much dedicated food filming, really? Not dedicated food. I mean, I no. come from my my ideas are stemmed in like a cinematic and visual background more than anything else yeah you know that's why i came out studying and i was inspired by music art and light and colors really yeah um and still am and that's fundamental cinematography um i think what's i mean what you don't fully consider is the pace so yes. the pace needed um and I, I especially in this situation where it, uh we're in such a a unique change. Yes. Uh, you mentioned yeah. when things pop up. I mean, so many things have come up mm -hmm. that have halted our pace. Because oh, well, we, yeah. we have to, okay, that's not going to work like that because we haven't got that yet or mm -hmm. we can't do that. But you have to make it work because you've got these deadlines and, you, you know, you, that's the way the world works in many ways. But, you know, it is quite relentless. Yeah. And so, whereas before I've maybe had a little time to uh, reconsider something or another day to go out and get something that I need to actually do things properly, we haven't really had that no. luxury almost no, no, so it's like when you're talking about you know, bodging the kids kitchen literally a lot of things really have was. been like that it's like, okay no that's not going to work like that because of something so how are we going to quickly make it and then we do it 
yeah. and it can and it just comes off. Yeah, and we learned from it as well. Like the first video and we, we learned shot, from it. like yeah. the, the the fingerprints on the fridge, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't see them, and then all of a sudden you put it on a 4K camera, and this lit really, really well. Fingerprints stand out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like you know, you have you have to have banter with that, and it's you know it's part of the charm and fun of doing what you do. I mean, we're not making movies, but like you know, the quality that we're shooting it in, you know, maybe ten years ago, it's better than what you would probably see on on TV. But that's just generally where YouTube's going and yeah, it's, yeah. it's exciting really because I think that where, where the Virgin Kitchen in general is going I, you know, I've got so many friends and family that I want to bring on and, and, and get involved and already we've had a whole host of people here you know trying hot curries and uh, what was it fizzy fruit we did the other week as well it's been a pretty fun like, if you sort of condense it all down it's been a pretty mad like few weeks yeah really. I think it's quite nice to reflect properly actually right now because yeah, we haven't in, done that until right? you until you like kind of mention that it's like oh yeah we oh yeah my god we did that yeah oh, we did this. I was gonna I could try and get a list of all the videos we've done so far if, if you wanted man but like it does because we haven't actually this is the first time Rob and I probably actually sat down yeah and, and we haven't really talked. given ourselves the time to have this yeah because you just live in it don't you you do yeah you know? yeah it, people don't really realize how many hours it takes to to just get this content out and uh, you kind of live really within it and even yeah. when you're not working you're thinking about it that's I right. know Barry does oh yeah I mean I'm so like for years I've never I mean it's uh, potentially I'm going to be having the weekend off which you know we we to be, both of us really haven't really had proper time off which is really important for because we've really we, we've got really organised now we know exactly what we're doing but with that if we achieve it then we earn our time off and it makes the you know, it's quite nice to eat your perks. We've had, we've been fed well today, but yeah, um, that is a that's one of the best things about it. But like, you know, we've, you know, it's a lot of people just see that final video, like the six minute video, or sometimes even a, a two minute video, mm. or these top down videos. Like, you know, it's taken us a half an hour to an hour to to film those at the least, and then the edit it and research of it. It's uh, and even this podcast, you know, the investment, the the setting up of it all. But yeah, the testing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, but it's, I really believe in it, and um, you know, it's it's a it's a really exciting time because it's all new, and you know, some people don't like change. I love it. I love I love like you, know, you got to respect a guy or anyone, yeah. a guy, a girl who really you know goes for what they believe in. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. how we you know we progress. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, because it would be like say like saying like be too easy to sit still and be like ah things are good and you're just like okay but we, yeah we've got some much larger goals and individual ideas of where to take things and you know way beyond your wildest dreams of maybe we could share that someday but um the next type person to get in is uh, hopefully a work experience person from the local college to help us out it can help if you're listening yeah if anyone wants to come along we're actually going to get bombarded now but there's a to be honest there's a university course near us and there's a few people that um, might come down and we're gonna do a little talk actually that could be i don't know if you could podcast that actually you might have to we talked about videoing it in some way but um Mm. um, they're just going to come in and going to talk about my story and i think it's really cool now to finally have somewhere that can show off like the decking that we've got we haven't even really been out there but like yeah wrong time of year right yeah yeah but the views oh. here are lovely. Oh, we're very really great. blessed to have it. And they're, they're really, they really look after us here on the farm as well. And um, I mean, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting just a real mix of guests on here as well, like based in person. Uh, if you're listening, it could be you or some YouTubers. Um, real mix it up. I've got all my friends and family that you've met before that are all itching to come in here and actually let you hear their actual voices, how they really sound rather than, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe how that sounded. Yeah. That was yeah. horrendous. Yeah. But um, there we go. I think, you know, this is a... I try and make my podcast around about an hour long and we're just about to hit the 58-minute mark-ish. Well, I think we just have. So um, 
Any final thoughts? This is your first podcast, isn't it, Rob? Yeah, I've been kind of itching to get on it. You have, yeah, yeah. Just to, not necessarily even just myself, but just to get this running up again because I'm generally interested in it. I love it. I mean, I love podcasts. Uh, I, I speak to you know I speak to Barry quite a lot about how it's kind of um, substituted some of my music, which I'm so passionate about. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like just almost just getting thrown data at me. Yeah, that, that's, um, that's what I've uh, we talked about is people go to the gym. Like you, you told me this right? You, yeah, people yeah. at the gym, like I could not go on a treadmill. Full stop. <laughs> I could not go on a <laughs> treadmill uh, without like listening to some really hard like dance music to keep me going. Like I could not listen to me and you you know talking about fizzy fruit or whatever but yeah, yeah. on the commute uh, that, that's the most that when i've asked people in the past they tell me on the, that's why in the voiceover bit i always get to say about commuting at the gym uh when i give them the script as uh people on fiverr by the way if you're listening but yeah so you've enjoyed the podcast experience then uh yeah i have yeah i very much loved it uh, yeah it's cool yeah well i'm sure rob will be back it might actually be rob in the next couple actually i feel like there's because I haven't really got to know you more in this. I think that we've kind of shared... Time does bla- blast by, doesn't it, it? It does, yeah. And an hour is a nice length. I mean, we could just do one feature-length one now here and just go on for hours, but we have things to do, and um, uh, we can share that another time. And maybe we can carry this story on in Italy um, next week. We might be able to squeeze another one in with a, a cheeky guest or two, but then we'll probably get one recorded in the bag when we're in Italy, I'd, I'd imagine. That'd be quite cool, I think, just yeah. to actually take this set up out on location yeah and then uh bring it to you but yeah it'd be good to sort of maybe get to to know rob a bit more any questions you've got for him maybe send them in on uh, twitter at my virgin kitchen something like that and uh yeah so if you want to check out rob's website it's robertfrenchfilm.com or you're on instagram right instagram uh rob french film yeah i understand i shouldn't really say this but i understand that your instagram is also uh good for the ladies so <laughs> i've been communicated yeah yes. although but the funny thing with that is there's no really pictures of me so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, can I can I tell the story? Is that all yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Sure. So so Rob is single, um, but you know, I'm not, that's not I'm not selling him. But what I'm saying is, uh, someone uh put set him up on a blind date and they uh checked out your Instagram profile. Right? Is that right? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. And they said Rob's oh his Instagram profile is really good. Like you know that's 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 Wh- what's made it now. It's not that like- was apparently the the first comment. Yeah. That, um, that she said about me it, it without was, even you know commenting on myself or what I did or yeah or what I even looked like or anything. It was like oh no, it's Instagram. That's such a good. modern thing, isn't it? It's not wow. like oh he's, yeah, he's got nice changed. eyes or yeah yeah, yeah yeah oh he's got a you know good job or oh he's got a nice house. It's like oh Instagram profile. Yeah, yeah yeah he's got loads of likes. <laughs> <laughs> it's strange, but no um yeah. So Rob is on Instagram. If you want to check his Instagram profile out <laughs> at Robert French Film, I do tag him in some uh, pictures when we post up, but. uh yeah, um, it's nice to be back doing another podcast. Um, we're now putting podcasts up on a Monday with the aim to try and get a new piece of content out every single day. So that's uh, the podcast on the Monday, uh, video recipes on Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, and then top-down recipes throughout the week, the shortened ones, and maybe the odd live stream too. So very exciting, very busy times. We're just trying to settle in. And um, yeah, thanks for the love. You all right, Rob? Cheers for love, peeps. Yeah. Nice thanks one, to you, guys. Barry, as well. No worries, man. Um, no, man. Yeah, that I guess we're going. Goodbye. Goodbye.